yourself in this stupid manner. You'd much better dance. I certainly shall not. You know how I detest it, unless I'm particularly acquainted with my partner. Your sisters are engaged, and there's not another woman in the room whom it would not be a punishment to me to stand up with. I would not be so fastidious as you are, cried Bingley, for a kingdom. Upon my honour, I never met so many pleasant girls in my life as I have this evening. You are dancing with the only handsome girl in the room, said Mr. Darcy, looking at the eldest Miss Bennet, Jane. Oh, she's the most beautiful creature I ever beheld. But there's one of her sisters sitting down just behind you who's very pretty, and I dare say very agreeable. Do let me ask my partner to introduce you. Which do you mean? Turning round, Darcy looked for a moment at Elizabeth, till, catching her eye, he withdrew his own and coldly said, She's tolerable, but not handsome enough to tempt me, and I'm in no humour at present to give consequence to young ladies who are slighted by other men. You'd better return to your partner and enjoy her smiles, for you're wasting your time with me. Mr. Bingley followed his advice. Mr. Darcy walked off, and Elizabeth remained with no very cordial feelings towards him. She told the story, however, with great spirit among her friends, for she had a lively, playful disposition which delighted in anything ridiculous. When Jane and Elizabeth got home, the former expressed to her sister how very much she admired Mr. Bingley. "'He's just what a young man ought to be,' she said. "'Sensible, good-humoured, lively, and I never saw such happy manners, so much ease with such perfect good breeding.' "'He's also handsome,' replied Elizabeth, "'which a young man ought likewise to be, if he possibly can. His character is thereby complete.' "'As for his sisters,' Jane resumed, "'they are very pleasing women when you converse with them.' "'Elizabeth was not convinced. "'Their behaviour at the assembly had not been calculated to please in general, "'and with more quickness of observation and less pliancy of temper than her sister, "'she was very little disposed to approve them. "'They were, in fact, proud and conceited. "'They were rather handsome, had been educated in one of the first private seminaries in town, had a fortune of twenty thousand pounds, were in the habit of spending more than they ought, and of associating with people of rank, and were therefore, in every respect, entitled to think well of themselves, and meanly of others. Mr. Bingley had inherited property to the amount of nearly a hundred thousand pounds from his father. Miss Bingley was by no means unwilling to preside at his table, nor was Mrs. Hurst, who married a man of more fashion than fortune, less disposed to consider his house as her home when it suited her. Mr. Bingley had not been of age two years when he was tempted to look at Netherfield House. He was pleased with the situation and the principal rooms, satisfied with what the owner said in its praise, and took it immediately. Between him and Darcy, there was a very steady friendship, in spite of a great opposition of character. In understanding, Darcy was the superior. Bingley was by no means deficient, but Darcy was clever. He was, at the same time, haughty, reserved, and fastidious, and his manners, though well-bred, were not inviting. In that respect, his friend had greatly the advantage. Bingley was sure of being liked wherever he appeared— Darcy was continually giving offence. Within a short walk of Longbourn lived a family with whom the Bennets were particularly intimate. Sir William Lucas was, by nature, inoffensive, friendly and obliging. Lady Lucas was a very good kind of woman, and not too clever to be a valuable neighbour to Mrs. Bennet. 
They had several children. The eldest of them, Charlotte, a sensible, intelligent young woman of about 27, was Elizabeth's intimate friend. That the Miss Lucases and the Miss Bennets should meet to talk over the ball was absolutely necessary, and the morning after the assembly brought the former to Longbourn to hear and to communicate. "'If I were as rich as Mr. Darcy,' cried a young Lucas who came with his sisters, "'I should not care how proud I was. "'I would keep a pack of foxhounds and drink a bottle of wine every day.' "'And if I were to see you at it,' said Mrs. Bennet, "'I should take away your bottle directly.' "'The ladies of Longbourn soon waited on those of Netherfield. "'The visit was returned in due form. "'Miss Jane Bennet's pleasing manners grew on the goodwill of Mrs. Hurst and Miss Bingley.' and though the mother was found to be intolerable, and the younger sisters not worth speaking to, a wish of being better acquainted with them was expressed towards the two eldest. 